Hello again everybody and welcome and we're well into our series I've entitled 66 books, 66 short podcasts which consider the 66 books of our Bible. And today you've reached the book of 2 Corinthians, the book that tells us what true Christian ministry looks like. Second Corinthians is widely recognized as the most autobiographical of all of Paul's epistles. It is a truly intensely personal letter. Like 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians begins by identifying the author as Paul. Chapter 1 verse 1 says so. But also it's worth noting that both tradition and church history both support Pauline authorship. It is believed Paul wrote 1 Corinthians on his third missionary journey during his last year at Ephesus, which was probably in the early spring of AD 57. Apparently, it appears 2 Corinthians was written shortly after. All the events between the two are believed to probably have taken place in the gap of around seven to eight months. Thus, the date of 2 Corinthians is reckoned to be sometime in the late autumn of 57 AD. Paul left Ephesus and went to Troas, where he was expected to meet Titus, but he did not find him there. He then departed for Macedonia, where he finally did meet him, probably at Philippi. Titus informed him there that the church supported him overall, but some were highly critical of Paul and were casting doubts in the mind of the Corinthians concerning his integrity. These opponents of Paul were accusing him of walking according to the flesh, as they called it, and of being deceitful. They also accused him of intimidating people with his letters, unjustly mistreating someone to the point of ruining them, and even defrauding the people, saying that he didn't take the money on his first trip that he was planning to, but he'd fleeced the flock under a guise of a collection for the poor Christians in Jerusalem. The serious situation produced a number of problems. First and foremost, these accusations obviously raised serious questions in the minds of the Corinthians. Therefore, Paul in the second letter feels he needs to address the situation, particularly concerning those who are falsely accusing him. 2 Corinthians is very different from 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians is systematic, objective, and practical, deliberate in setting out to warn against pagan influences. Second Corinthians, however, is not systematic. It's personal, impassioned, and warns against Judaizers. The message of two Corinthians is the true Christian minister cares for people, collects offering from people and for people, and takes in offerings for the ministry. And on occasion, a true Christian minister must also correct people, and of course he must be prepared to defend himself against false accusation. The overall structure in 2 Corinthians follows the pretty much the usual format of an ancient letter, with greetings, thanksgivings, prayer, then the main body of the letter, and then finally closing with personal greetings and a benediction. And 2 Corinthians pretty much plays out in this way. The first 11 verses of chapter 1 are an introduction and an encouragement to the people receiving the letter. 
then from halfway through chapter 1 to the end of chapter 2, Paul explains his recent actions. In the next three chapters, from 3 to 6, he unpacks for us what true Christian service looks like. And then in chapters 6 and 7, he goes back and he looks over and discusses some of the things he said in his previous correspondence, which are being challenged. Then in chapters 8 and 9, he talks about that collection he made for the poor in Jerusalem. And then an important section in the close of the book, the last three chapters, cover the very important issue of apostolic authority. What does it look like and what does it mean? So what is the purpose of this book? Well, one of the purposes of 2 Corinthians is to give instructions. There are several minor purposes within that instruction giving, like the need for instruction regarding the repentant offender, possibly the man mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Also he gives further instructions regarding the offering of the poor saints in Jerusalem, and he also clearly wants to show his continuing care for the Corinthian church. However, the major modus and purpose of this letter is to defend and vindicate his apostolic ministry and authority. Paul's opponents had made a threefold attack on him. They attacked his person, his character and his teaching. He had been accused of inconsistency, of pride and boasting, of being unclear in his preaching, of weakness, of being rude, even of being a disreputable person and of being dishonest, and even a charge questioning whether he was of sound mind, questioning whether he had the authority to speak as an apostle. Quite a catalogue of accusations. Paul, in this letter, answers each and every one of these charges on his person and on his character. So in summary, it's fair to say that Paul wrote to the Corinthians to demonstrate his care and concern for them, and to give them some further instructions about the collection of the poor, but also to defend both his authority and his ministry and his position as an apostle. Overall, this book clearly tells us that the true Christian minister cares about his people, is comforted in ministry, and sometimes must defend himself against false accusations.